All right, here we go with this week. This week's episode of Feels Like Sunshine. You know, it's going to be a great episode when the very first sentence you're already like flowing up your words. So friends, I'm really excited to be able to come in to you and talk today about something that has really been really resonating with me. And I think it's going to probably resonate with all of you for a lot of reasons. And this is week one of sharing our podcast via audio and video. And if you are watching the video right now, you can see I've got this like smirk going on because typically when you think of video, you would expect somebody that was hosting a podcast to show up with their little ring light and their makeup done and and their most professional clothes and probably in a spot. But not me. (laughs) Here I am um, doing something that feels like sunshine to my soul. And that is being in my husband's oversized hoodie. And I'm all cozied up on the couch. And if you're watching video, I'm going to show this to you. This is my puppy Stella. Stella is cuddled up next to me and my other puppy Brady is over there. And so sitting in my living room on a Monday night, my family is at sporting events and I'm just able to cozy up and talk to you all about something that just as in my heart feels like sunshine to me. It feels good and warm and soul filling. And so thank you for letting me show up authentically, uh, in person and real and embracing that. And I hope the message that we get to talk about today resonates with you. And it's specifically around authenticity and feelings and struggles. And I don't know about you, but I have been in this space, honestly, people, for the last, probably since the beginning of the the year, not the school year, the beginning of 2022 and leading up to that, some really hard months, but to be completely honest and without sounding totally whiny, probably my most challenging months of my life, like my life professionally or personally, there have been so many things that have gone on. As many of you know, I'm able to lead the beautiful, amazing building, but just really, really hard leadership lessons that I've been able to learn. Um, being a mom, we've we've gone through some really, really tricky things as parents right now with my children and just navigating all of that all at once. Being a daughter, my um, our family members have gone through some really, some tough medical things and some tough medical news. Marriage, just challenges and and just life has been hard on top of that professionally working on some transitions and um, leadership roles and responsibilities and professional careers. And it's just, guys, without going into it, it's just been hard. And I am tired. I am tired, like to my core, my, I'm just tired. My bones are achy. Like I can feel it. I want to nap every single day. And the me previously, when I would have felt all of those things, probably would have coped or dealt with that or combated that with more. And what I mean by that is typically when I have struggled with something or many things, I often deal with that by getting busy or by doing something, by by reading more or by doing more or by eating more or by shopping more and spending more money. And what I know now through a lot of personal development and reflecting and therapy is that those were ways to like numb and not necessarily to deal with a problem. Even though I put this like brave imaginary metal on myself that I was like coping and I was some warrior for dealing, dealing with that. I'm using a lot of air quotes I'm seeing now that I'm doing video. And I just, I felt like I had to find a way to fix what was going on. And that was how I was surviving. And I know now that that was a really unhealthy way of going through the hard stuff. And so I thought we all have hard stuff, right? Like life feels hard right now for so many things. There's so many 
really just tough and challenging things going on in the world right now. And so how do we not just survive, but thrive? And how do we live a life that we feel inspired and empower others to live our most authentic and abundant life and just healthy body, mind, and soul. And we know that they're all interconnected. And that is really what this podcast is about, is to be able to help us to feel that, to feel those those things, that connectedness, that balance, that alignment. And what I call it feels like sunshine. When you step outside and the sunshine is on your face and it just feels good. There's not really a word to describe it, but it's just a feeling that you know and that you have it. I have been a chronic people people pleaser. I, If you ask somebody, they would probably describe me as very optimistic and positive. And while I love that, and I think it's important for us to do that, sometimes we don't want to be overly, I don't want to say overly positive, but maybe uh, naively positive or just always thinking that it could be better. I think what I'm learning is that it's really important to feel all of the feels and to name it and to honor it and sometimes to spend a little bit of time there. And while that doesn't feel like sunshine when you're doing it, I think it's important for a lot of reasons. This week, I was having a conversation with one of my amazing, amazing teachers. And Jenneth, if you are listening or if anybody listens and they know Jenneth, you're probably nodding your head. She is one of our angels on earth that works with a population of our students with some incredible, diverse, and amazing um just opportunities and and she works with um just some incredible students with some incredible gifts and Jenneth is the person that if you need to talk to about anything she will help you process she's creative she's all in she will do anything that you need or want and we were talking about some hard stuff she was she was really really frustrated and as I as she was talking through all of these things I found myself wanting to fix it and wanted to be to come in and to like find the solution to the problem and as I was listening, my heart was sinking a little bit because so many of the things that she was sharing, I realized there wasn't anything that I could do to fix it. And there wasn't anything that actually she could do either. There was a lot of things that were out of our control that we really, we couldn't do anything about. So we could piss and moan about it. And we did a little bit. <laughs> um, and or beat ourselves up trying to find a solution or spin our wheels and not getting anywhere. But finally, we just kind of looked at each other and I said, you know, I feel like this is one of those things that we just, it's shitty. It's just shitty. And sometimes you just have to sit in the shit and, and feel it. And it's, it feels a little counterintuitive to what we want to do when we're trying to be happy. And I'm here I am doing this podcast talking about what feels good and finding balance and alignment. But I think part of what our work is, is sometimes being in that space of the not so great so that we can enjoy the great and naming and honoring all of the feelings and all of the emotions and all of the yuck sometimes that comes along with that. And so being able to sit there with, with Jenneth and to feel that, and now we joke about sitting in the shit and, and honoring it, it doesn't mean we're going to unpack and live there. We're not going to have a pity party, unpack and live there. But you've heard me talk a lot in this when I talked about leadership and, and all of those things about feeling it. And I'm learning now that that can be the beautiful joy and that sometimes can surprise us and be 
how we get to what feels like sunshine. And sometimes that's even feeling like sunshine, right? So embracing the suck, naming it, honoring it, accepting what we can control, accepting what we can't control, and learning to just give it space. Because here's what I'm learning. We will either, when we're going through these really difficult moments, whether whether you're going through something personally, professionally, somebody you love is going through something and you're experiencing it with them, you're working with somebody, we will either spend a lot of time dealing with the feelings and the fears and the things around that, or we are going to spend time dealing with the results of not dealing with the feelings and the fears. So that was a little bit jumbled, but what I'm telling you is this. If we don't take the time to name, to honor, maybe to accept the feelings and to give space, give the attention that it needs initially, proactively, those feelings, those hard things, those problems, those those tricky things are not going to go away. We either can give them a space that we do have control over, or they are going to find space. It's kind of like a few weeks ago, I ended up with COVID. And I swear, part of the reason um, that, I mean, there's lots of reasons why like I got it, right? Obviously, I was around somebody, but I was in bed for three days. And when I look back and I think of all of the things that I was doing, pushing myself mentally, emotionally, physically, all of those things, all of the pieces and parts that I was taking on in my many roles, I was burning myself out, literally. My body either said, Jen, you are going to slow down or I'm going to slow you down. Like I could have, I could have recognized what was going on with my body. Now you could argue that I may or may not have been able to prevent getting sick, but I know that I was run down and that definitely led to how my body reacted and how quickly I bounced back. We are now three weeks later and I'm still wanting to take naps every day. I'm still having a headache, like all the things, right? So my point is when we think about embracing the hard and the yuck and the, the crappy, I think it's important for us to know that rather than numbing ourselves and jumping in by immediately doing, sometimes we have to jump in and do, but give us permission, give yourself permission to feel all the feels, even if it's yucky or especially if it's yucky. And here's why, here's what I'm learning by feeling all the feels. It actually helps us to really experience the joy and the happiness on such a higher level. It actually amplifies the joy. By feeling the yuck and going through the hard, it just, the good and the, the highs and the lows, right? The highs are that much better. You're able to celebrate that. It reminds us how deeply human we are. We all are deeply human and we all feel, no matter what your professional career is, you are likely interacting with people on some type of level, right? Some more than others, but we are all human and we all have hurts and feelings and hopes and dreams and aspirations. And when we experience disappointment or setback or struggle, it makes the joy and the success and the climb that much more sweet. And so by feeling and honoring the yuck, it helps us to amplify that joy. It also gives us this wonderful opportunity to build connection and empathy and to deepen and strengthen our relationships with one another. How many times have you struggled? And because somebody else was able to empathize, not sympathize necessarily or feel sorry for you, but to empathize and to believe you and to honor you, 
that it helped you. Or if you have experienced some type of hurt and somebody that you loved or that you worked with was experiencing that hurt as well or a similar hurt, how it helped you to connect and to build that relational capacity with that person. By feeling all the feels, it makes sure that we are paying attention. Our body is giving us clues all of the time. So on this podcast, I want to talk to you about how we can help each other to feel all that good and feel inspired and empowered body, mind, and soul. And when we let ourselves name, honor, and recognize all of those pieces, the good, the bad, the ugly, it helps us to pay attention to what's going on, right? A few years back, I had an experience with Bell's palsy. And if you look closely in the video, you can see one of my eyes is not quite as open. And it was a thousand percent, um, I think, I'm not a medical provider, obviously, but I really think it was it was definitely triggered by stress. There's some other philo philosophies and things as to how it happened, but I ultimately I know that it was triggered by stress and I can feel it actually coming back on when I'm stressed or anxious or overwhelmed or I'm not sleeping well or I'm not taking care of myself. I actually can tell. And going through that Bell's palsy where I had to like wear an eye patch and at my, it literally looked like I had a stroke and there were so many other complications and it impacted my vision. Because of that, because of that horrible experience, I now know when I can feel it. I can actually feel it in my eye, in my mouth, in my lip, and I can tell that I'm not managing my stress very well or that I need to take some time to take a break. And it is one clue that my body says, okay, Jen, it's time to take a breath, slow down, prioritize, get back to that alignment and to that heart-centered balance. So something that was not a great experience has led me to be more in touch with myself. By feeling the yuck and embracing that, it could be a beautiful compass for where you're going maybe help you remember where do you want to go? What's your directions? It can remind you of your values and your alignment. When things happen, oftentimes they happen when things are out of whack or they're not centered or out of alignment. And it, it can be a great way to kind of recenter, to kind of a checkpoint. How are you doing? And I said it earlier, it's important when you're going through a struggle to feel it, to name it, to honor it, give it space or it will find space. So for all of us out there that like to have control over things and struggle when things are out of our control, that would be me. Um, one way that we can, we can have some control is to give it the space and to put it in a space that honors it, that will help you to heal pain and hurt and heartache and struggle and difficulties. We will heal from all of them. We will. Some, some will be harder than others. Some will be more tricky than others, but we will heal. And by naming it and feeling it and embracing all of those feelings, the good, the bad, and the ugly, it gives us the opportunity to do, to do that. So here is your way to get back to feeling like sunshine this week. If you're going through some hard things, whether it is in your own life, if it's somebody that you love, know that it's temporary that there is light at the end of the tunnel, that we are here for you. This community is here to send you good energy and love and just positive juju. I want to give you permission to feel it. And that might look like a couple of different ways for some of you. For me, feeling it is 
Sometimes it's sitting with a warm cup of tea outside by myself and just with my eyes closed and just letting all of the feelings rush over me. Sometimes it's a good cry. Sometimes it's a good cry in my car, in my garage with the lights off by myself so nobody can see me. Sometimes it's a workout that I can get out. Sometimes it's going for a walk outside. Sometimes it's driving to Lake Michigan. This week for me, it was just having my weekly therapy appointment with my incredible counselor. And I will talk about this all the time because I believe that we all could use an amazing therapist, just like we all could use a dentist or a doctor or whatever that is, that to have somebody to check in with on our mental and our emotional health is just as important. And honestly, I could argue maybe even more important than the physical piece because we know the connection between emotional and mental health and physical health. And it's important to do that. And so I'm here to remove or to help the steps that we can take to remove the stigma around mental health and mental wellness and brain health and to really encourage you to get a good counselor. Like I sat at my therapy session this week and talked about all of the things that I have been going through. And she looked at me and she said, oh my gosh, Jen, like that's a lot. And I said, yep, that's a lot. And, and I said, and I, and I know that there's not one more thing that I can do about it. It's a season, right? But just being there to like name it and to talk about it, it was honestly this really unique form of self-care for me. So typically when you think of self-care, I often think about massages and bubble baths or doing something that is good for you. And I want to encourage all of you to definitely take self-care seriously. It's sort of this buzzword that I think has evolved into something that maybe it's not, but self-care is self. It's you. It's what's best for you. But for me to be able to sit and have an hour of uninterrupted time to talk about all the things and it sounds really selfish and egocentric, but to talk about all of the hard stuff that I was going through, like I don't get to do that anywhere else, right? Um, and so just being able to talk to my incredible therapist was sunshine. I walked out of that counseling appointment and I felt energized. I felt empowered. I felt inspired. Even though I talked about all of this hard shit, it felt like sunshine to be able to leave. So Again, if you're my therapist and you happen to be listening, thank you for that. And to everybody that serves as a counselor, as a therapist, as a social worker who is doing their work with adults or kids or families, thank you for your work that you do because you bring light and hope and um, just sunshine to so many of us in some dark, dark times. And it just the feelings that we are able to get and to overcome because of the work that you do and serving your community is incredible. So just thank you if you are in that mental health profession and keep doing the work that you're doing. So that, um, I walked out of that therapy appointment and I was able to take a deep breath. It was sunny, which was awesome. So I was able to feel the sunshine and I, and I felt good. So friends today, my message to you is really simple. One, show up authentically as yourself, whether it's in an oversized Menards free, I think this was like a free sweatshirt my husband got, um, in your house and just be real, be authentic, name the hard, name the yuck, name the not so perfect because life is this beautiful, beautiful journey. And I think Glennon Doyle says it best. She calls it brutal and beautiful, which she puts together and says it's brutal. And feeling all of that is, is one way that we can just 
enjoy the warmth that this life gets to bring us. And that is naming and honoring all of the emotions. So Steve Mirabolli says, says this, he says, cry, forgive, learn, move forward. Let the tears water the seeds of your future happiness. So friends, if you have to cry, cry. If you have to name the yuck, name the yuck. Don't unpack and live there, but give yourself permission to feel it, to embrace it, and to let it amplify your joy later because you will you will get through this and you will go from surviving to thriving. So remember this message. You are appreciated. You are loved. And you matter. Thank you so much for listening, for being part of this experience with us as we transition over to combining our leadership podcast and our anxious badass podcast to just share all of the things, all of the things around what makes us who we are. So thanks for listening and thanks for watching. If you're watching, um, I would say I will show up next week a little more presentable, but I don't know. That might not happen either. So, all right. Have a great week, everyone, and we will see you soon.